Triple M. Welcome back to the Triple MCG. Welcome. Welcome. This summer. Adam Gilchrist, Mark Bosnich, Tony Squires, the KFC Summer Session. Yes, hello and welcome to this Wednesday, the 12th of the 12th, 12. Don't you love those numbers? Absolutely amazing. The 12th of the 12th, 12. We're going to get into those numbers and what they mean for people very, very shortly. Uh, hello to the people here who make the show really zing, I think is the word I'm going to use. Mark, <laughs> Mark Bosnich and Adam Gilchrist. Good, good afternoon. afternoon, Tony. Good afternoon, Gilly. How are you guys? Not yeah. bad, not I'll be bad. be back here again. Yeah. Gilly, yeah. Sh- show me your fingers. Yeah, they're uh, not too bad, mate. Yeah, because I've straight, seen aren't they? Ian only Healy. Have you seen Ian Healy? I thought you said he had 12. No, <laughs> well, it wasn't the numbers of them. But, uh, Ian Healy, uh, for another former Wicked for Australia, mm. his fingers go in about 18 different directions, mm. each of them. lots. Of bra- how, how come, you know, you were a Wicked? It was on the rare occasion that he did drop one, which there weren't many for heels, but he tended... Tender fingers, he broke a few, but when I dropped them, I missed them totally. They hit me in the forearm or the chest or something, so it was, yeah, I could really, really stuff them up. But uh, now I've come out of it pretty well, never broke a finger. In all fairness, nice. Gilly, I, I know you don't like compliments, but I'm going to give you, I can't remember you dropping one. Mm. I don't know if anyone of our listeners can. Can you remember vividly, like, you know, you know I remember Rod Marsh originally was called Iron, Iron Gloves. Gloves. Yeah. yeah, but I can't remember good. Gilly for the top of my head. And that's from a cricket fanatic as well. Well, well tell us, Gilly, what nice was the worst drop catch? Your worst, worst drop, drop catch. catch. The worst drop catch? Yeah. Oh, dear. There was well, See, the one that probably ended the thing about it. The one well, that... No, there's so many to pick from, but that's the problem. <laughs> you but, uh, the choice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, the good thing about it, boys, uh, the good thing now in retirement, like you'll, you'll never miss another goal, I'll never drop another catch. So we're go. only getting better, mate. Always get better with age, baby. Uh, there's look, a big day, apart from being the 12th of the 12th of the 12th today, is the day, the first day that the Pope is going to tweet. He's joined the <laughs> Twitter sphere. He is going to tweet. Now, still early in uh, Vatican City as we speak, so we don't know yet. We can just have a listen to him. If he has his first tweet, we just... <laughs> Not yet, but as soon as, as soon as the Pope tweets, uh, we will let you know what it is. I'm hoping it is the Pope Catholic. I'm really hoping that is his first tweet. <laughs> <laughs> what will it be? <laughs> what will it be? We'll find out, hopefully, on this show. It is a KFC summer session. This is the KFC summer session on Triple M. The new zing and double, the legendary double. It's back at KFC. Good times. And look, when better to have good times than the 12th of the 12th, 12th. This isn't going to happen for a long time. A long time. In fact, it's on about 100 years. And January the 1st, 2101 is the next time you're going to get these you know, constant, these numbers. Marvellous wise. Yeah, yeah uh, thank you very much. Dr. I had a late night last night, so those figures mean nothing, but I trust you, buddy. <laughs> I can just see you are glazing over. I trust you. Coffee! I'm trying to write that date down. What yeah. was it? The January 1st, 2101. Okay. Look, uh, Gilly, I love you dearly, but you probably won't be around, so don't worry about writing that one down. <laughs> it's, it's all over. Oh, it is pretty... Correct. But what has happened is in, in the 12th, the 12th, 12th, there's a lot of people, A, getting married, so they can remember their anniversary, which is very clever. And also because in, in numerology, apparently, it's quite lucky. The number 12 is lucky because you can add it together and it's three. Uh, and according to numerologists, it's a good day to, for example, today you should be trading money, uh, buying and selling, oh. uh, investments. If you want to buy gold, they say, it's a good day. If you want to buy property, it's a bit late now to start thinking about buying property, but today would be... Never too late, Squires. Really? <laughs> what about, uh, what else? 12 days of Always Christmas? a deal to be done. 12 days of Christmas? I'm not sure how that can... Well, that's the 12, number 12 is good. 12 people have walked the moon. Uh, okay, that's good. What about uh, any other good 12s? I mean, what are you involved in? Well, I've I've got a suggestion before you jump in there, Boz, because I know you always have something to say. But uh, from from where I come from, 12th man was never really the most popular (laughs) number, but there's a few blokes that did it a lot. 
come up with a few names spring to mind that spring to mind the the most twelfth manned person in Test cricket, I think oh, for good. Australia was Andy Bickle on about nineteen. Oh. Michael Kaspervich was there. Stewie McGill oh, was he? Was good, all, he wouldn't in, have been a good in the shadows man, of the great he? Shane Warne. He, he was he was shocking twelfth man. Yeah. He didn't service anybody very well. But no. Merv Hughes did it a bit. But the best twelfth man in history, yeah. we all know who it is. Billy Birmingham <laughs> got him gone BB. on your bike, son. I know you love him, Boz. Right, yeah, BB. What about what do you get any twelves? Um, top five sporting twelves. I start off with Thierry Henry. Um, oh, wearing the number 12. Yeah, he didn't okay. wear it at Arsenal or Barcelona, but he wore it for France. Oh, okay. Um, Tim Horan, ex-Wallaby. Uh, yes. Um, right, the greatest there you go. number 12 ever. Uh, Jason Akermanis, three-time premiership winner. Um, Card-carrying idiot occasionally. Brandlo, yeah, Brownlow medal <laughs> yeah. with the Lions and mm-hmm. um, Western Bulldogs. Good boy, yeah. I don't know how many of our listeners will know this one. They should do, but maybe some of the younger ones won't. Joe Namath. Famous quarterback for the New York Jets, uh-huh. number twelve. Right. So, didn't was he married to Marilyn Monroe for a while, Joe? No, was? wasn't he? No. What did he go out with her for a while? No. It's <laughs> got a long Joe list. Maggio. You don't know. Joe DiMaggio. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I was wondering you <laughs> wind me up. Mate. That's why I didn't dive in. Oh, okay. <laughs> and let me think. One last one uh-huh. uh, for those basketball fans out there. John yeah. Stockton mm-hmm. on the Utah Jazz. Ah, mm-hmm. beautiful. There okay, we go. You see, the twelve. The date is very important. Just getting back to why many people have around the world mm. uh, decided that today is the best day to get married. You know, it's a Wednesday. It's not you know usual. It's not your Saturday. But mm. because of that date, because. And I have to confess, it can be e- easy to forget your wedding anniversary date. Hmm. 12th oh, the 12th no. the 12th makes it so very easy for you, I guess. Uh, because this happened to me j- just last week. Hmm. Um, the night before my wedding anniversary, my beautiful white wife, uh, Kate Melanie Pascoe, um, came to me and said, are you looking forward to tomorrow, uh, the anniversary? And I kind of looked blankly at her and said, Yes, yes, I'm, I am. I'm uh, looking forward to it enormously. And by this stage, it was already too late for me to go out and buy a gift. Yes. Next morning, I think this is going to go badly. On my pillow, she's left a, a gift for me. So it's there and open it. Beautiful. What um, was it? What was it? It was uh, a wallet because it's for, uh, four years. It is leather. Was uh, le- Leather or flowers, mm, yes. apparently. Oh, so I've, I've got that and uh, that's all good. Uh, so I go out and I, I decide I've got to come up with something terrifically romantic so I can save the day here. So I go and I know that she, she loves this woman, Megan Morton, as a designer. So I find out that Megan Morton is releasing a book mm. and it's coming out at the end of the week. But I find a bookshop where it's already in the bookshop. So I go in there and I Perfect. actually sign. The book is called Things I Love. I write inside the book. I write, you. And <laughs> tell me that's not good. <laughs> then I get them to close the book. Then I get them to wrap the book. Yeah. And I take it home and things are going very, very well for Tony. Speaking in the third person. Yes, now. I love that. <laughs> Boz loves that. <laughs> You're killing independent Boz. So Tony in. doesn't like the ending coming. No, here. no. So Tony walks in uh, and slams the book down on the table. This is very good. I've had happy anniversary, darling. She opens the paper and she says, I've got it. She's already got the book. She's already had bought it online and had ri- arrived the day, and your <laughs> the reply, day before. And your reply was? No, my, I had no reply. I had nothing. Hey, you just turn around and say, the thought that counts yeah, anyway. Hey, yeah, grab that's her. That's it. Completely. Hey. I was, I'd had nothing because I was an idiot. But I'm just saying, I know the way you look at me as I'm an idiot. I've put my hand above men out there. Uh, honestly, help me out. I'm not the only guilty one. Who else out there should have married on the 12th of the 12th, 12th, because you've forgotten your yeah, anniversary? Oh, that's a big one. Buddy. So that's easy. Help me out. One. That's a month doghouse job. <laughs> Prove I'm not alone. <laughs> 13, 1, 3, 5, 3 is the number. Give us a call now. Oh, you. KFC Summer Session.
Summer afternoons on Triple M means the KFC Summer Session with Adam Gilchrist, Mark Bosnich. Uh, I'm Twizy. Yeah. I just saw a text appear on your phone. Yeah. I saw Molly. Molly's your daughter. We're not Why? supposed to have phones in the studio, yeah, by the way. Yeah. What yep. has yep. just been written? Because you covered it up as soon as I tried to pick it up from the table. Out with it. Yeah, my... Gilly, your, tell him. My daughter Molly has just texted. I was telling about the story of buying the present that my wife yes, already had. You. You missed the part of the story where she had showed you a photo from inside the book. <laughs> <laughs> bravo, Molly. Bravo. Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Molly. That is absolutely Thanks, true. Yep. Jim, Jim, uh, did you, uh, do you share my guilt? Yes, yes. Um, that's Tim, actually. Uh, I got married on the 23rd of the 3rd of the 3rd. Easy. Oh. So the missus wouldn't forget it. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> Gilly, uh, what happened on the 23rd of the 3rd of the 3rd? 23rd of the 3rd of the 3rd, I'm thinking... Uh, World Cup. Oh, she got me there. It's Gilly? a World Cup. Yeah, yeah, it'd have to be in Johannesburg. Was that the World, final? World cr- Cricket World Cup, because uh, all the way through the reception, everyone was asking for the cricket scores. Brilliant. <laughs> 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 well, the little punter was going off in uh, Johannesburg from memory, yeah. That's right. So, uh, the, oh, that's terrific, mate. And, and uh, Tim, has your wife lived up to her part of the bargain by remembering the date? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She remembers. She doesn't make me forget anything either. <laughs> but, thanks, nice. Tim. All right, Brendan, uh, what happened? Um, it's actually not what happened. It's just you've got to be a little bit smarter there. 12th uh, and 12th comes around once in a once in a bit. Yeah. Just get married on Australia Day. You always know what's going on. There you go. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. Mm. There's a bit of a competition though with events going on on Australia Day. Can you get you can get lost in the wash, really? Can't you? Uh, well, you could incorporate them into your yeah, exactly. Perhaps those fireworks, so, darling. They're the for world's you. biggest yeah. reception. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I've laid on for you, baby. TV, TV up in the church. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Brendan. There you go. I, I'm not alone. No, you're not I, alone. I, I stand uh, you're not you know, alone. guilty as charged, yeah. but not alone. Can I suggest you renew your vows today, Tone? <laughs> Just so you really get it on the 12th of the 12th. Yeah. Very good idea. Plenty to come on the show today, including we're going to talk to the new test incumbent, re-incumbent, I guess is the word. Phil Hughes will join us a little bit later on the show. You listen to the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. And we're doing it all for the new Zing and Double, the legendary double. It's back at KFC Good Times. It's the 12th of the 12th, 12. We're talking about people who are getting, getting married on that date. Also, Tonight there was uh, somewhere in Alabama, uh, kids turning 12 uh, today at exactly 12 minutes past 12. Sweet home Alabama. Thank you. Uh, there, there we go. That's the first Boz singing <coughs> so far. I think there'll be more of that over coming weeks. Danielle, uh, your birthday, is it today? It is today, oh. yes. 32 years young. Thank oh. you. Happy oh. birthday, well, Danielle. Well played. Any other dates that are significant? Uh, April Fool's Day is my wedding day, actually, so my husband gets an easy way out every morning. There's a joke played on the radio, so, um, yeah, so I don't know whether I'm the fool marrying him on April Fool's Day or what, but, yeah, there you go. All right, well, well done. Uh, The 12th of the 12th, 12. That's a great number for Mm -hmm. you. Uh, I don't know what you're going to do. Keep the newspaper, I think, uh, so it's there at the top of it. Thanks so much, Danielle. This is is the KFC Summer Session. 
Summer Session on Triple M. KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Adam Gilchrist, Mark Bosnich, I'm Tony Squires, all doing it for the new Zing and Double, the legendary double. It's back at KFC. Good times. I've got a, a card-carrying rock star sitting next to me. Do you ever feel more like a rock star than when you were playing for Manchester United and you toured here? Uh, I, I, tell, I, I say that because yeah. I know today how quickly did the tickets for the uh, Man United v uh, the All-Stars... Sold out in, what, two minutes? Two minutes, yeah, apparently in two minutes for the public. I think yesterday was the, the tickets were on sale for the football family. I'm not too sure what that means. I'll, I'll check with, with the mm. FFA. And um, the, the tickets went on sale today for the public and sold out for two minutes. So the That's biggest, the biggest, Yeah, the biggest football brand in the world. Yeah. Um, and in all fairness, you know, Manchester United, um, even the other two clubs I played for, over in England, you are like a rock star when you play football. Yeah. Um, obviously exacerbated when you, play, when you play for Manchester United, but... Uh, um, you know, the, the popularity is hard to describe. Billy, Gilly's been over there, he, you know, playing cricket and so forth, and he, he'll tell you. Um, it's just something that, you know, is sort of passed down from generation to generation to generation. Obviously, Manchester United have got that wonderful story about the Busby Babes, who unfortunately quite a lot of them perished in, um, in the 1957 air crash in Munich. Um, and the manager was in hospital intensive care, so Matt Busby, um, and recovered and then took a new team uh, 11 years later to win the European Cup in 1968. So the romance of that story and where they've gone in the last 20 years um, adds all adds to that. But, um, but completely you, you exactly. was, oh, oh, just on that, uh, the fanaticism of the supporters, you mm. spot on. And man, you, as you say, one of, not just football, but one of the great brands in, in any uh, sense of the word around the globe. I see fanaticism in India, in cricket and, and in Europe in that football sense. I've experienced that too. Love it, follow it all. Two minutes for Man United in Australia. Does that mean football is getting to those fanatical levels in this country, mate? Or um, well, is that just the Man United factor? I, look, Manchester United sell themselves. Um, mm. So I think that it doesn't matter where they tour, where, where you go with them, there's always going to be a sellout crowd. I think football has been on the rise for quite some time. Um, you know, from this 2006 qualification for the World Cup, um, which, which captivated a nation, and then the launch of the A-League, which has only been going for seven seasons. This is the eighth season. And we know ourselves at Fox from the ratings, um, how they've been going up. Well, the marquee players that have been introduced around the country. Yeah. Yeah. There's always been the support yep. there for the, for the sport and always been the participation levels are higher than any other sport in the country. And the problem's always been transferring that support and that participation from junior level um, right through to senior level. And I think, you know, the, the thing that had to happen that did happen um, seven or eight years ago when Mr Lowy... Uh, took over the game um, was it to, to make it an Australian game and I don't mean that disrespectfully um, to, to anyone who's come to this country of course my father come from this country way back in 1959 from Croatia mm. and everybody can be proud of their roots but I never think they should be enslaved to them and what I mean by that is that in the old days even though so there were some great times and so forth it was very very difficult even when I used to bring people over from England to take people to games when the announcements weren't made in English um, and I don't, and I think that alienated a lot of mainstream people. But I think what's happened as well is now, once we've gone to the A League and and done what it should have done, there are still a little bit of, you could say, lingering or hangover um, from some of the uh, old supporters who I think still bear a little bit of a grudge or a chip on their shoulder really? um, to, to you know to, to see what's happened to the game. And I think that a lot of them would hark back and take it back to the old days. But that was never going to sustain itself. Well, is that what, what's stopping it then? You see, that we're two minutes for Manchester United. Yeah. What is stopping it from becoming, we're making the sleeping giant, I think uh, David Gallup called it, yeah. from becoming one of the huge sport in this country? I don't think nothing anymore. The only thing that will stop it will be ourselves. 
uh, and and sort of like I said what? a little bit of the hangover of that type of attitude from the past. I think in the past, um, and I'd like to hear from our listeners on this. There was in the football fraternity anyway. I would say ninety to ninety five percent thought there was some type of conspiracy amongst major media organisations, um, especially about giving football time and space. Mm-hmm. That they wanted to keep it down. That it was associated maybe with being a little bit un-Australian. I don't see that anymore. I've been back in the country for four years, but I'd love to hear from our listeners and their experience. One triple three five three. Is there a conspiracy? The yeah. Is there a conspiracy still? Or do you think the game can go further forward? I think it can, and I think it's on. It, you know, it's definitely on the way to doing it. It was going to take a long time. Cricket, AFL, rugby union, rugby league. There's three sports I've just named. Um, sorry, four with 400 years of history between them. Yep. Our A League professionally has only been going for eight years. All right. Well, already they're calling. So the conspiracy does it exist? This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Adam Gilchrist, Mark Bosnich, I'm Tony Squires. That's for the New Zingan Double. The legendary double back at KFC. Good times, isn't it? Good times for football in this country. By football, of yep. course, many people call Do you still get worried when people say soccer? Not really, no. no. Not at all. You heard Alessandro Del Piero when he came here. He used the word soccer. Look, well, they're soccer ruse, not yeah. football ruse. No, but this is coming back a little bit what we talked about yesterday with mate and so forth. Yes. Okay? And remember, originally, association football... Yeah. Um, when it started in England, they called it soccer as a little by-term just to distinguish it from, from the other codes of football, which were rugby union and rugby league, and that was in, what, two centuries ago. So we're talking I think people it. know what you mean if you say football, Absolutely. if you say soccer. No one should be offended by that. Team. Exactly. Oh, right. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're talking about it because uh, two minutes it took for the game between the, the All-Stars, the A-League All-Stars and Man United to be sold out. Just wondering where, where that place is. Football in this country is it on the up and up? Yeah. Bozza says yes, but of there's talk about that, that, that conspiracy theory to basically keep it down and in its place. Adrian, what do you reckon? Yeah, I just want to say good afternoon, boys. Good afternoon, and, uh, Adrian. Get out hey, there, Bozza, mate. A big fan. Love watching you on Saturday when Thank I watch you. the Premier League all night. Um, <laughs> look, I, I just want to say, guys. Um, look, definitely, I agree that football. You know, it, it's not like back in the day. You know, um, you know, the A League. It's just. Beautiful to watch, you know, got guys like, um, you know, your Heskies and, you know, ADPs and all these guys. Mm. It, it's just great. And uh, I think the quality of football has just picked up, like, amazingly 100%. Mm. Um, I remember, you know, going to games back with, with my dad, uh, watching Sydney Olympic and that. And, um, you know, you had your passionate people there, your supporters. And now just with, you know, John Aloisi, that penalty taking us to the World Cup, mm. just just opened up so many more, I don't know, eyes and, yeah. like, everyone is behind it now. Like, you know, it's, it's a and lot And, Adrian, just sorry, sorry to interrupt you. Right, we, right. we, you know, we've got to take into consideration as well, back in those days, those boys were part-time. Yeah. And considering they were part-time, I thought they'd done a fair, but they only trained three nights a week yeah, and they after they'd have a full day's work, you know? parks that but were great rough. point by, yeah, great yeah. point by Adrian. Yeah, absolutely. Chris, what do you reckon? Uh, personally, I think, I don't think soccer, I'll, I'll call it soccer, because that's what I was yeah, bored up with. That's fine. Um, I don't think it'll ever be as big as AFL. You know, we, we were bought up on AFL, um, the toughness of the sport. Yep. Um, and, you know, myself trying to get into watching soccer when you see a nil-all draw or mm. guys taking dives or whatever it is in the media highlight that. 
I just don't think our culture, it'll take like a whole another generation to start to shift. Mm. I see it more as like a, a personal sport amongst a group of people that'll just keep following it to make it grow. Yeah, mm. that, that thing is the when you, you say people taking dives, but yeah. the, the fall into the but ground. But that happens. That fall into the ground clutching your left ankle yes. when you've been brushed on the and right we've, hip. We've, we've talked about this. We've yeah. talked about this Absolutely. not only for here, but all, also all around the world as well. But you've, you have seen it in other yeah. sports. I mean, you have seen oh, it in other think, sports. It hasn't, it hasn't been highlighted yeah. as much, but I, I did see some in yeah. AFL in the last couple seasons. There was a culture starting to appear. Yeah. And in terms of the nil-nils, um, I mean, Gilly, I know you've got something to say on that as well. Uh, goals are at a premium in our game. And that's what actually keeps the competitors quite close. Like, I, I can, AFL... Um, you know, if you're telling me, look, there are some exciting nil-nils you can have in football. If you're telling me going to watch a team getting beat by 140 points is exciting in AFL, then you're not going to watch the game. Well, hey, mate, if your team's doing the winning, it's very, very exciting. The goal scenario is a pretty generic, easy comment that, that, that people can make, and, and, and I understand that too. You know, there's a lot of goals in, in footy, there's a lot of tries there's, uh, in AFL footy, a lot of tries in, in league and so on. One of the, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the ha- handbrakes I see with it is uh, as, as exciting as the A-League is becoming, mm. uh, I get the feeling we're always going to be losing our top junior talent. Mm. By that, I mean sort of 18, 19-year-olds as they start to mature into that senior football. Mm. Still going to head over to Europe. So we're not going to see them as a fan in their prime in our league. And I think is that, that an issue? I, I, no, I think that is an issue. That's, that's very fair, what you're saying, Gilly. But I think that's getting less and less because before, they would just go, like you said, generically, just anywhere to Europe. Now... They're starting to basically focus more on the better leagues because they realise the league here, not only can they earn a great living and doing something that they love full-time and professional, um, but they realise the standard of the league here is far higher um, than the majority of the leagues that used to go to in the past. You'll find, with the exception of England, um, Spain, Italy and Germany, all the best players from all around the world, and in some cases even, even amongst those four nations, will go to those four top leagues. It's where so, they get Boz, paid the most the money. A- it's, it's the, are you saying the A-League slots in, in at about five? No, no, I'm not. No, no, that that top four. Yeah, those that top four league. You know, we talked about the other day about my uh, different levels, about mates. You know, Premier League. You know, then second and third and fourth. So if you're talking about tiers, that is the top tier of leagues anywhere in the world. Sure. Then you have the second tiers. Then you have the third tiers, fourth and fifth in football. And I'd say we'll be pushing up, reaching top of the third tier. And now, within the next four years, I'd say we go into the second tier. Can if you, you look, draw if, that on the map, please? Because I'm really confused. <laughs> well, you know, like, is... you know if, you, if you're going backwards, watch. Yeah, watch from the top. Right. One, two. <laughs> it's a KFC three. summer session on Triple M. This is the KFC summer session on Triple M. Uh, we are just keeping track of the Pope. Uh, he is today <laughs> going to make his first, I don't know if make is the right word, his first tweet. He's joining the Twitter sphere. It's at Pontifex, P O N T I F E. Uh, we can just check to see if it's... No, not yet. Hasn't... Uh, Does he hasn't... need Twitter? <laughs> Every time he speaks, everyone listens. Apparently all is. <laughs> That's very true. Apparently he does. He's, uh, it's going to happen sometime today. It's very early, as we said, in Vatican City, but as soon as he does tweet, if it's during this show, you will know what it is. He's already got, without having twe- tweeted at all, 646,053 followers. Yeah, so I think the rest, the rest will be waiting to make sure it's not going to be a false account. Yeah, because at the moment... Hmm. 
uh, with 970,000. It's quite bizarre, isn't it, that Shane Warne has more followers than the Pope? (laughs) (laughs) Sort of understand it. Another man who has many, many followers uh, during his career, Adam Gilchrist. We play this game uh, every day on this show. It's called Through to the Keeper. You get the chance to ask any question you like of our two keepers here. Uh, Today, it's your turn again, Gilly. Now, your first one was brilliantly about your ears. People get very personal, don't they? Uh, Yours is about your hair yesterday, Boz. So today, uh, any question, you obviously, if you remember how to play the game, uh, if you don't like the first question, you can pass, but you then must answer the next question. So make it as personal as you like. Uh, Just something you don't know about Gilly and you would like to find out. For example, Gilly, I'll just ask you one now. Um, Do you play a musical instrument? I don't. I I took one up for one particular tour. Mm. Uh, It was the harmonica. Oh, hello. Um, purely because it was the easiest thing to carry in the kit bag. <laughs> What's Binger struggle around Adam with that Dylan. big guitar of his? And, so did you, yeah. did you join when Binger was having the jams in the dressing room? Did you get the, the harp out? And, uh, 2001 Ashes victory may have been celebrated in the Royal Garden Hotel in Kensington High Street yeah. in London. Oh, Bozer would know that. I know uh, that one. I helped arrange yeah, I that for you. I might have supported my one song well. that I learnt, Better Be Home Soon, Crowded House Special. Such a oh, riveting song to celebrate with, is isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, Squires, you know when you say ask anything and as personal as you want? Yes, that was indeed. real cutting edge, that one, wasn't it? Do you play a musical yes. instrument? I yeah, mean, he's not going to pass that one, buddy. It's not my segment. Yes. I'm not asking the question. The people are. One cutting edge, Squires. One, triple, three, five, three. Give us a call right We'll see that it's your challenge to ask a better question than I. I just did through now the keeper on the KFC Summer Session. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M for the new Zing and Double, legendary double. It's back at KFC. Good times. All right, we're playing through to the keeper after yes. I was attacked by Mark Bosnich for asking an incredibly probing That's question. That's why they pay him the big bucks. I mean, yeah. a great probing question of Adam Gilchrist. Like, Do you play a musical instrument? Cutting edge, buddy. Oh, I tell you, I, I asked the question Andrew Denton rejects. All right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is through to the keeper. <laughs> All right, so Gilly, uh, these questions may be a little tougher than mine. First up is Ben. Okay. G'day, Ben. Bring him on. G'day, Gilly. How are you going, mate? I wonder who who annoys you the most, mate. Uh, who annoyed you the most? Bosnich on this show. I, was gonna say, <laughs> I guess you're, ref- <laughs> I I guess you're referring to my playing days. I take it, Ben. Um, oh, the most annoying teammate. There's a few that spring to mind, but um, no, what, not, not just I'll teammate. You, maybe what, even Gilly. Yeah. Maybe even opposition player. Yeah, oh, well, we could be here for a month. But, uh, <laughs> look, being the usual uh, fence-sitter that I am, oh, I'm I'll hopeless. Uh, I'm not going to offend anyone. McGrath comes to mind, but uh, <laughs> I better pass on that one. I'm going to pass on that one. Yeah. Sorry, Ben. Sorry, and, Ben. Uh, Glenn I'll, McGrath. I'll, I'll, oh. All right, okay. Take on the next one, whatever <laughs> is forthcoming. Yeah, the next one's Glenn McGrath, actually. That's going to be bizarre and awkward for you, isn't <laughs> oh, it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, how it's, bizarre. Uh, it's, in fact, uh, Richie. G'day, Gilly, mate. What would you have done with yourself if you didn't decide to revolutionise the number seven oh. position, like, for a job? Oh, oh. nice. Gee, that's, that's nice. That's a nice question. Uh, look, I think in a cricketing sense, I wanted to be the fastest bowler in the world, which I think most young aspiring cricketers would like to be. But mm. I was a bit of a sports tragic, so if it wasn't cricket, it was going to be sport. Mm-hmm. Um, probably would have gone and... Uh, Kept the goals for Manchester United. Yeah, most uh, definitely. Gilly, I think did you, didn't we play against each other as schoolboys at some tournament? We did. Yeah. We did. 1987 out at uh, 
out at Marconi, That's right. at the stadium there, CHS, Boz, you That's were flying right. around for Met Southwest from, from memory and yeah. uh, took off overseas not long after that. That's but, correct, um, so there you go. Yeah. That's something yeah, you don't know about him, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Soccer, Natural. footballing, tragic, but Natural yeah, that would have been my other, other passion. Goalkeeper Soccer. for Manchester United. Yeah. <laughs> and the for the top. Thank you so much, Richard. Well done. I think you sort of answered both of those questions. And it's good to know that uh, you don't think Lemon Gras is the most annoying person you've ever Oh, we've got to get him on after that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the KFC Summer Session. The next hour we are going to talk to Phil Hughes, who will be a little bit nervous. Do you think he'll be a little bit nervous, Gilly, as he waits he for the, be. the test on Friday? Oh. He will be, although the press, it'll be interesting to see how he sounds. Because in his press so far, I reckon he sounded... Very confident, very happy with the work he's done and, and very reassured that now the time is right for him. Mm. And, and you've got to remember, it, you know, most players have been into the team, get dropped, go away, work on whatever they've learned and come back and that's where they forge a great career. So, yeah, it'll be good to chat to him. So, well, before we chat to him, can I ask a serious question? Mm, who is me? it Phil with a PH or an F? Like yeah. Phil? Or is it, or is it Phil? <laughs> I thought you were going to ask a serious question. That's that's cutting edge, buddy. That's 15 minutes out of the studio. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. The KFC Summer Session for the new Zing and Double. The legendary double is back with two Zinger fillets at KFC. Good times. (laughs) 